You're listening to the NFL on TuneIn. It's No Huddle with Brian Weber and Cordell Stewart. Well, as always, we appreciate the time. Let's start with more pressing news in Green Bay. Packers picked up an important win on Sunday at Chicago. If they're still in playoff contention in the final weeks, do you think there's a chance Aaron Rodgers could come back from the broken collarbone? He was on the practice field yesterday for the first time. Well, absolutely. I think there's always been a good chance that he could return. The question was, is it going to be week 14, 15, 16, and whether or not uh, Hundley and and McCarthy could keep this team in contention? Because if they're not, then, you know, if it's week 16 or 17, those are the games where you see teams going, well, not really worth the risk. Let's not bring it back. That's it. There's not going to be much risk. We'll know. Look, his, his collarbone is going to heal. Uh, he may not be Wolverine, but he's, he's a normal human, more or less. Uh, that will heal. He's got the, uh, the plate on there that's going to make sure it heals properly. So this isn't going to be a problem. What he's doing does show us that he's doing something. Now, we haven't seen him doing any overhead throwing. We haven't seen him doing anything in terms of contact. But they're not worried about him doing, you know, basic physical things like taking a snap uh, or running around. And the running is really the one that intrigued me more because that shows they're not worried about the placement uh, of that uh, plate that they're seeing good healing because, you know, just running jostles that bone a good bit. Uh, so yeah, I do think he's going to be back, be back sooner rather than later, but remember sooner is probably week 14 at the earliest. Well, Nick Ferguson here, you know, Danny Woodhead went out at the beginning of the season with a torn hamstring. He's expected to uh, return this week. Uh, how much do you expect for him to play and how effective do you think he will be? And the reason I ask that question, because yeah. we're talking about the colder parts of the month and of the year, that is. And usually soft tissue injuries are the ones that you worry about the most because they can set you back just running the ball and that that is position. So how much can we expect out of Danny Woodhead? Yeah, th- you know, this week, Anytime somebody's coming back, especially from a major injury like that, you worry, are they going to ease him in? That's good for him physically. You plan for that as a team from a fantasy football standpoint. You hate that because uh, we just don't know. So I think they're going to ease him back in. I think he's going to be able to play. I think they have confidence that there's not going to be a problem. You're right. Cold weather, usually an issue, especially for uh, uh, soft tissues. You worry about the location of it. This was a very low hamstring strain, uh, away from the body, more towards the knee. Now, that sounds bad, and it is. I mean, you certainly don't want it. But, uh, you know, at that area, the hamstring is actually made up of a number of muscles. And one of those muscles, there's a tendon that goes down behind the knee. That's actually one of the ones they harvest uh, for, for uh, other things. Tommy John surgery, I've seen him use that. Um, so it's a redundant ligament. Uh, or excuse me, tendon uh, that they can use to replace the ligament. Uh, so you know, even in the worst case where it completely tears away, uh, you can come back. Having two out of three muscles isn't that bad a thing. You saw uh, Drew Brees, when he had his near-complete rotator cuff tear, that, that's made up of four muscles, and one was completely gone and retracted. They didn't bother to uh, put that back on. So uh, the body has some redundant systems in there. I think Woodhead is going to be limited in terms of what we're used to seeing from him. What I want to see is that quick burst and that lateral motion. Once I see that back, uh, yeah, I'd love to see it on the practice field, but once I see it back in a game, I'm going to feel pretty good about him. 
Chatting with our injury analyst, one of the best in the business, Will Carroll, media relations director for Modus Global. Well, another Green Bay topic to discuss. Aaron Jones was having a quality rookie season for the Packers, yeah. went down with that knee injury. Can you remind our listeners of the difference between an injury involving the MCL and the ACL? Yeah, there are four major ligaments of the knee. You can think of them as front and back, right and left, or out is a better way to think of it. The anterior cruciate ligament, or ACL, is the one that's in the front. Uh, posterior cruciate is in the back. Medial means inside, so that's on the inside of both knees. Uh, and, and the lateral collateral ligament, or LCL, is on the outside. All four of them work together uh, to stabilize that knee in all four directions. You know, if you hit it diagonally, you're going to stress two of them uh, more than the others. So it, it really helps make the knee stable. But remember, there's other systems in there. There's muscles. There's tendons. Uh, just the structure of the leg itself with the bones uh, helps stabilize it. When a ligament gets torn, that means it's been pushed well past the breaking point, that those fibers are starting to come apart. So the MCL, the one on the inside of the knee, is stressed most from a hit on the outside of the leg because it opens that ligament up. Uh, you know, if you picture yourself being hit on the outside of the leg and how your knee is going to move, uh, that, that MCL is where it is. And you can obviously see why the MCL is hit more often because people are hitting you from the outside rather than from the inside more often. Now, the other thing to keep in mind here, the same kind of picture of this, unless you're driving, of course, um, when, you, when you get hit in your knee, your foot tends to lift up a little bit. And you'll feel, you know, if, if your whole system collapses, there's going to be some stress on your hip, but there's also going to be some stress on your ankle. Now, not if you roll your, your knee or your ankle outward, that's where you get a regular old sprained ankle, like we're used to talking. But when it comes the other way, when it rolls internally, that's where you get uh, a high ankle sprain. And so that I'm actually as concerned with, with the MCL for Jones. Yeah, they're, they're going deep in the roster, and I'm just not sure how the Packers are going to keep doing things. Uh, Jones looked like such a find uh, this year. Great draft pick, uh, certainly great production. But he's going to miss a little while with the, these two injuries rather than just, just the knee. Well, when you look at the Denver Broncos, they've lost five games in a row, and they play their arch rival, uh, New England Patriots, on Sunday Night Football. And there was a particular interesting play that involved Brock Osweiler where he flopped on the ground, or sort of like NBA players or soccer players, and he ended up doing something to, I believe, his throwing shoulder. What more do you know about uh, that injury, and will he play this week uh, at home against the Cincinnati Bengals? Yeah, good question. I'm still waiting because they're West Coast. I haven't seen the practice reports for them today. I'm curious to see whether he was out there and throwing or whether he was still limited. But we've seen this time and time and time and time and time again with especially quarterbacks, but other players as well. Uh, The shoulder joint itself is exposed. Shoulder pads don't help. You can talk about uh, Jameis Winston this year. You can talk about Tom Brady this year. You can talk about Aaron Rodgers this year. You can talk about Andrew Luck this year and last year and the year before, uh, all these guys are having the same sort of mechanism. They're landing on their shoulder and something happens. If it moves uh, a certain way, you're going to get an AC sprain, like what happened with Jameis Winston. If it moves inward, you're going to break your collarbone. You're going to get, we've seen actual shoulder fractures where it fractures the, 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 socket of the joint itself, though those are pretty extreme. Uh, And if it rolls back, you're going to damage your labrum. 
So none of those are good, and there's just no way to protect the shoulder uh, short of Tony Stark sharing his Iron Man suit. So uh, <laughs> this is a tough one, and there's just no way to protect it. It was obviously a, an awkward play, uh, obviously an odd play, but this is not an uncommon play. And right now, for me, this is one of the emerging medical questions. What can we do to protect these quarterbacks short of saying you can't hit them? Injury analyst Will Carroll is our guest on the NFL on TuneIn. Will, one more quarterback issue to examine. Drew Stanton got hurt in that very tough-to-watch Thursday night game with so many individuals going down the headline, the end of the season for Richard Sherman with the Achilles rupture. Stanton does get the benefit of a few extra days coming off Thursday night football. We don't have much information in general. How do you describe a minor knee injury with the old joke, it's only a minor injury if it's not happening to you? Yeah, minor surgery is when it's the other guy. Um, with, With this there actually tends to be, and with the Arizona medical staff, this, this actually is a thing. Normally, uh, when we're speaking medically about ligament injuries or uh, tendon or muscle injuries, we talk about them in a grade, grade one, grade two, grade three. Grade one is, you know, it's minor, and you'll often hear it referred to as minor or mild. With a grade two, there's more damage. There's more fibers that have actually come apart. Uh, you, know, you, you talk about an incomplete tear in that case. Uh, that's where you often hear moderate. You know, you hear mild to moderate. You'll talk about grade two, grade two minus, things like that. Grade three is a rupture. Uh, you know, unfortunately, Richard Sherman knows what a grade three is. That's where they come apart or where it's just hanging there by a literal thread. So when you hear somebody say mild or minor, it's usually at the low end. It's a grade one, a grade one plus. Uh, which means it should be relatively easy to come back from. Uh, even with a, an ACL injury, um, there, there's more stability there. Again, we talked about the four knee ligaments and all the other structures. The knee is very, very stable, especially in an athletic guy like Stanton. Uh, you might not think of him as the most athletic guy, but he's an NFL player. So there's a high degree of athleticism, a good strength and stability base to work from. So I don't think he's going to play this week. I think we get to see the magic of Blaine Gabbert once again. Uh, <laughs> but, uh, you know, I, I do think Stan isn't going to be out. Oh, speaking of magical, we could use David Copperfield to try to make that quarterback situation disappear. Will, great information as always. Enjoy your Thanksgiving. We'll chat with you next Friday on the NFL on TuneIn. Thanks a lot, guys. You've been listening to No Huddle with Brian Weber and former Steelers quarterback Cordell Slash Stewart live on the NFL on TuneIn. 20, 15, 10, 5, touchdown. The National Football League is on TuneIn.